you are at the net. And welcome, friends, to another episode of the At the Net podcast, powered by Texmex Productions. Working the soundboards in the back of the house are our producers, D Mac and Dave the Brave. Time to say hello to your hosts, Craig Bell and AJ Shabria, as they're about to take us through three sets of tents, talking life and all the news as it seems to them. Ladies and gentlemen, Craig Bell. Thanks to our At the Net podcast girl for that fabulous introduction, and welcome, fans of the great game. You're listening to Season 1, Episode 38, AJC. Isn't awesome. that amazing? 38. Of At The Net Podcast with, uh, I already introduced you, I guess, right Sorry, there. Sorry, That'd be you. Adrian Chabria, the great AJC, right? And I'm CB1, right? The, I was about to say the great CB1, but let's go with the notorious okay. CB1. Uh, the okay CB1, right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty damn great CB1. And we are talking the great game of tennis as it, it seems, seems to, to us. us. Thanks also to our good amigos at Tex-Mex Productions. That would be Darian D. Mac McBrayer and Dave the Brain DeLeo from back of the house who are on the soundboards moving the dials and buttons to make us sound like real people tonight. We're real. We are real people. We're We're not Memorex. We're not robots either. We're not tennis bots. We're the real deal. (laughs) Also, be sure to check out our good work on Fireside iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Google Podcasts. Can you say podcast about five times? No. I can say it. I, I, can. I know you can. No, that, I, I just did, I did a knee break, I think, right there. Anchor, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pots, Pocket Cast, Radio, Public, and Spotify. Basically, all the communication sites that you kids uh, find popular, right? Wherever you get podcasts, we're there, right? Absolutely. I'm just happy. You know, we're on so many um, uh, outlets now. And when we were new to some of these, it was exciting. And it still is. But... Craig, you, on Breaker, Craig used to say Breaker, Breaker. Breaker, Breaker. And he's, he's like, used good to buddy. it now. Breaker, Breaker, Yeah, yeah, one nine. Yeah, he's used to it. So it's simply Breaker. Breaker, 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 yeah. Breaker. That's it. So we're, we're out there on the, in the podcast world. So wherever you all find your podcasts, uh, be sure to listen to us. Yep, we're there. And also, if you're female, sorry, dudes. But uh, if you'd like to read the opening intro for Athenet Podcast and be an Athenet Podcast Girl, let us know, as we're always looking for new female voices, right? Even, Even if, in a foreign language and really. a, a foreign accent. We've enjoyed those. Well, we, we are privileged and honored to have our guest tonight, uh, Cheryl Halpern, who is uh, a local, I would say, legend for starting this program up. Uh, everybody knows her. Everybody yeah, knows Cheryl Halpern. I mean, she's she's a, a fantastic person. Uh, you're going to get to know a little bit more about what uh, her background and her also her her uh, her I guess her feature kind of. Uh, what's that? Your passion. Your passion. There you go. That's it. That's uh, a good way to put it. You know, in your spare moment, right? You get to do this in your spare moment. But I guess basically you grew up in, in the Lubbock, Texas area. Went to Monterey High School, right? Went to... Uh, oh, my. You've, you've done your homework. Uh, yes, no, I did. Nothing gets past, past our research our and development. crackpot research yes, department. That's that's, right. uh, that's the guy sitting next to me, uh, well, six we, feet away. We can find anything about you. You had a couple of speeding tickets you didn't pay for, you know, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, you know. man. Yeah, back in 1981, driving across from Lubbock down to Austin, I think, you know, to uh, go to school. Because you're a UT grad as well. Hook them horns, right? I am. I went to the University of Texas, but I actually taught tennis camp at Texas A&M in the summers with Coach David Kent back oh, in the goodness. day. Yes. Yeah. David Kent, that was a while ago. That was, what, 90s? Well, uh, yeah, I wish. No, that was <laughs> my tenure at... Um, there would have been like 78 to 81 oh, or two. So early 80s, yeah. Yeah. So you're a very conflicted person when uh, Texas A&M and Texas were playing, right? Not at all. <laughs> I, I would have my tennis campers wear University of Texas shirts. <laughs> um, as we stayed at the athletic dorm at Texas A&M. 
Did, did you uh, in the in the uh, group camp picture? Did you flash the hook 'em horn sign like I'm doing right now? You know, in, no, at the I did not. Oh, come on! I thought you would have had one like that. You're tough. That's <laughs> very diplomatic of you. Coach Kent would have uh, probably uh, had that picture uh, immediately burned and, and thrown away. <laughs> exactly. Right? Well, also, uh, Cheryl uh, graduated summa cum laude. We're talking to a smart person. The top. The that, top. That's top of the heap right there. And Where did y'all get all this stuff? Uh, you know, it, it just, you know, it's just something that we like to do in our spare <laughs> moment. And a B, wow. and an MBA as well. Uh, you've got uh, big time sweet skills yeah. right there. Yeah, sweet an MBA, skills. 85, uh, married, have a couple of sons, Eric and Tyler. And then I My think. My goodness, yes. And, and, and <laughs> I think you're most famous. Exposed. Well, I think you're most famously known for uh, winning the national USTA senior mixed doubles with uh, Skip Butler, who's a, a local uh, place kicking legend, right? Is that yeah, we correct? got a national wow. camp. You on guys the... really have done your homework. Well, we're happy to have you, and least we yeah. could do for such a champ. And uh, uh, that's a that's a big deal, a national right. champ of anything. Yes. Uh, let alone, you know, tennis is not an easy sport. So well done. No, no, that's that's. That's great because I, I like Skip oh. Butler. He played for the Oilers. I love the Houston Oilers. That was uh, back in the day when Earl Campbell, Dan Pastorini. Wow. Uh, did, did you ever ask him about playing? You know, with the Oilers. Did you ever get into that? With, uh, no, I mean we we had some fun conversations. He's a fun guy. He's such a competitor. And um, when we were at nationals, I want to say it was in 2011. Yep. He had he had either had both hips replaced and was waiting till after nationals to have both knees replaced, uh -huh. or the other way around. Uh -huh. Okay. But what a competitive guy. He was so much fun. Yeah, we find out also, too, that you you all won the deciding match 11-9 in the third set tiebreaker, too, on top of that? Wow. Um, well, yeah, actually, what? we uh, split sets and were down, I think, 5-0 and 8-2 in our on. deciding tiebreaker. How in the world did you get all this? You know, it just, you know, we're all the, all the mutual friends you mentioned in the pre-show banter. Yes. And we're just not a bunch of pretty faces. Apparently not. <laughs> we're not magna cum laude or summa cum laude. We were just kind of guys. You know? I, we, weren't, we weren't even cum laude. <laughs> no, nothing like that. We were, but no, we do our research. We find things out, uh, but no, we uh, all kidding aside, we are glad to have you here tonight yes. because uh, you've got a really interesting story about, uh, we're going to talk about buddy up tennis in a minute that uh, you find, uh, you know, you found this, this program all at one time and we're, we're interested anything that we can talk about uh, net wise uh, tennis wise, we've talked pickleball, anything that, that uh, comes any across net. wheelchair tennis, also just absolutely any yeah. net. I, I enjoyed my time uh, without tennis courts sometimes, just a medicine ball and a basketball and a rebound net. Right. So we are at the net in every sense of the word. Every sense of the word. <laughs> now, Cheryl, how'd you get started in tennis? Did you play tennis growing up in Lubbock? Were you? Uh... I did. I actually started uh, at the end of seventh grade because back, back in the way back in the old ages, um, the only girls who didn't have to take phys ed were the tennis players, basketball players, and volleyball players. And I didn't want to take phys ed. I wasn't a fan of the teacher. And I played a little tennis, so I tried out for the team. And um, fell in love with the sport. Was that Coach Carter back in the day? Yeah. No, Coach Carter was actually at Coronado. Oh, I went to right. Monterey yeah. and played under um, Coach uh, Alton Setliff. Didn't know Alton, did, mm. no, but I just knew Coach Carter. I knew who he was a legendary coach. That's right from court. He was legendary. He was yeah. great. He had great teams. Yeah, so they were always tough. Did you all ever beat? Uh, I'm sure you played high school tennis at Monterey. Did you all 
beat Coronado ever or come close? To- uh, not not in ten. I I won some of my matches, uh, but our team never won. Mm. Yeah, they were they were pretty tough. They were perennial, probably district, uh, regional, always going to state. You know, kind of teams that, that they they had some pretty good players at that time. I, I Absolutely, and all Absolutely. the time. Yeah, so growing up in Lubbock, you know, playing tennis, was that cool to do that in the 70s? It was probably kind of fun out there, wasn't it? Um, well, I mean, I I was not like a – I mean, we were members of a country club, but I just grew – I wasn't from a tennis family. I grew up learning to play by hitting hours and hours against the backboard. Awesome. Um, That's a, yeah. And, you know, taking a lesson was a special treat. It wasn't, you know, now – Kids are playing and adults are playing, and they just routinely do drill groups and lessons. A lesson was a very rare thing for me, and unfortunately, I think some of my strokes probably show that now. I doubt that being a national champion, you know, you don't get uh, you don't good. get there. Yeah, you you must you might have maybe not the the stroke, but you got the mentality of a champion. That's yeah. that's uh, uh, learning hitting that backboard. I think that's that's a great way to ball machine backboard. You don't have to have anybody out there all the time. I don't even have AJ half the time. <laughs> I know, half the time. You know, he's he's, no, not, he's not around. He, he never shows up. You know, I do my own thing. <laughs> That's a whole different thing. I, and, I, I, and I hit on my own wall sometimes. You know, it's, it's, the wall is right. one of the finest teachers possible. Yeah. So, so you, you grew up in Lubbock and then uh, decided that uh, you didn't did, – did, did you have a chance to play college tennis? Did you move on? Um, I did, but not at – I mean, I never intended to play college tennis. Mm-hmm. I had – some interest from smaller schools, mm-hmm. but okay. I knew I wanted to go to the University of Texas sure. and um, played a lot of intramurals there, mm-hmm. um, but never tried out for the team or anything. Yeah, they, they had some pretty good teams. I'm, I I actually was, was a resident when you were down there. You wouldn't have known me. I, I worked at Rooster Andrews in 1978. Uh, I sat out a year. We're, we're the same age. I graduated in 78 at a, uh, in Oklahoma okay. City at one of the schools there in Oklahoma City, and I lived with my brother at 51st and Guadalupe, right there at the Brownstone Apartments, right across from Intermont. Oh, wow. Field. So well, we were there, we were residents at, UT, at the same time. I was, um, well, besides playing intramurals, I, I did miss the game, and I was, mm-hmm. um, believe it or not, part of an organization called Matchmates, and oh, yeah. we were the spirit and service organization for the men's tennis team. Mm, and nice. um, a lot of the girls um, really just had crushes on the tennis players. <laughs> I really enjoyed tennis, and... Um, got to they called it umpiring but it was really just sitting up in the umpire's chair and doing kick marks for score but uh-huh. for um kevin curran and steve denton and sure. doug crawford and mm. some of those guys big that, names that was some pretty good tennis back in the day craig carden yeah. we, we were talking a little bit craig carden yeah. was around there oh sure yeah my wife would have left me for craig carden <laughs> <you know. laughs> the other craig the yeah other craig, i think yeah. a lot of a, People would would leave their husbands for Craig Carden. <laughs> yeah, former. He, he was our number two guest, I believe, on the podcast. Yeah. So, so we've had two yeah. Longhorns on on the podcast. Yeah, he's now. a good guy. Yeah, yep. he, he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's, he's super super nice. Uh, but so you were, you went to UT and and enjoyed tennis, obviously, and and hung around, and then graduated from college, and then what did you do after that? Did you, did you meet your husband down at, at UT? Is he a UT grad? Uh, not until graduate school. Okay. I worked for a year in Dallas. And then went back to my MBA mm-hmm. and met him while I was getting my MBA and he was getting his law degree. I see. Ooh, wow. He got a law degree from UT. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Well, you yeah. are double threats, Mark, MBA and lawyer, man. Smart people. Yeah. And then, uh, so you got married and then did you, when did you all move back to Dallas? Did you all live in Austin for a short period of time then? No, we came back to Dallas. We both graduated 
in 85 mm-hmm. and came here and have been here ever since. So you didn't want to move to Lubbock? You didn't want to go back to Lubbock? After? <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us wanted to move to Lubbock. Great place to be from. Nice place to but, be from, uh, right. <laughs> no, had no real, I mean, both career-wise, we both wanted to be here in Dallas. Yeah, Dallas is a great place. My, my daughter, I've got a graduate from Texas Tech University. You know, guns up, get your guns up right there. Yeah. Yeah, she liked she liked living out there. Actually she did. She she didn't mind it for, for a couple of years. Yeah, it's uh No, it, it's a great yeah. great town, great people, great people. Um Lubbock is a, a lovely place. So, let me ask what was your dad doing out there? What were your parents? What how'd you what'd you get in were you born in Lubbock? Did you how'd you I get was before? born in Lubbock? Mm-hmm. Um my dad actually had a chain of record stores in Lubbock. Oh, Music. All right. Now we're gonna we'll, get into that. Yeah, in we'll third definitely segment. hit music in our yeah. third set. We'll set. want to talk more about this. Yeah. But had yeah, music stores. I, I worked it was called Flipside Records and I actually I didn't work there very much because yeah. I was playing tennis. Sure. But um, I was one of many who were called in the day that Elvis died. Oh because uh, there was a major run and they just needed all hands on deck. Needed some vinyl. Needed some vinyl uh, of Elvis. Or was oh, yeah. That, yeah. Or was that eight tracks? Was your dad around? No, it, it was it was records. We were moving into eight tracks, yes. and my dad was nervous about that. He ended up selling the business and getting into real estate. Interesting. Would you, did, did did you like working at the store at the music store? Was there? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I didn't do it very often. But, um, but occasionally, I, I did that, and sometimes made. They had T-shirts then too. You know, with the big big press and yeah. doing the decals. Yeah. So, was your dad a music producer? Did he, did the band oh, come no. to town? Oh no, no, okay. <laughs> he that. just got into the business. He was in uh, his family had been in the dry goods business, and then you. he moved into that. So, so uh, retail side of the record business, and uh, was that yeah, that was a high school job for you, right? Was that seventy seven, if I recall, that the king died? Uh, I graduated in se- oh, when he died. I think it was seventy six. Oh, seventy six. Okay, yeah. They're wow. they're in Memphis in Graceland. Graceland, yeah. sad, yeah. sad, yeah, yeah. I, I remember, yeah, I remember that. I do day. remember that. Yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah. You're just a little nipper then. I was you? only, you know, seven or eight. I was a little younger <laughs> than you two, but I definitely remember it because Elvis music in general oh, has yeah. always been a large part of my life and my parents too. So I, yeah. uh, we'll definitely get to the music the, the, a bit later. The original King. The yeah, before Federer, yeah. Yeah. before yeah, Michael exactly. Jackson, yeah, it was the 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 other king, not the king of pop, yeah, the king of rock, the king of yeah. king of tennis, yeah. so the king of rock and roll, not yeah. just rock. Yeah. Was that guy? So so you've been in Dallas since eighty five ish, somewhere around there. Yeah, coming back 85. to Dallas. Wow, mm. man, 30, 34, 35 years. That's a pretty nice run. Yeah, yeah, it's a long time. Um, Came back here after grad school, worked for one year for the Stroh Brewery Company, if you remember yeah, Stroh's. I remember Stroh's, yeah. Yes, and, yeah. and then um, went over to Mary Kay Corporate and um, was there for 12 or 13 years. Um, ended up as uh, Vice President of Global Product Marketing and then retired to stay home with my kids who were four and one and a half at the time. Just little ones. Little ones, and I, I just... Wanted to be, I uh, was spread too thin and yeah. wanted to be home with them. Yeah. And that's when I started um, actually playing tennis again because I didn't play while I was, you know, doing the corporate life. Right. You didn't Makes probably sense. have time. Yeah. Now, where, do you, where did you play out of mostly around around Dallas in this, this area? Oh, gosh. Uh, All over? Originally, I, I used to play at the Village a fair amount. Okay, sure. Um. You know, now I would say, I mean, I play, I'm a free agent. uh, I play all over the place, but I would say most commonly at Oak Creek in Carrollton. Carrollton, Texas, not too far from our bunker. Yeah, or in Green Hill. 
Yep. Yeah, probably my two most common. I know that uh, Lisa Trailer mentioned that she's learning a lot of information about you. Now. Yeah. One, one of your, one of your, your current uh, hitting partners is, is learning. She's one of our buddies in yeah. Buddy Up Tennis. Yeah, and you two play all the time, and here yeah. she is learning about you. Right. And I'm learning a little bit about one of our friends, Jerry Facchetti. He's uh, He lives in Florida, and he's a brilliant uh, former tour player and teaching pro. He's a fan. He's learning a lot about you, and he shares something with you. With you. Uh, your dad was in the record business. His dad was the largest eight-track stereotape manufacturer in the state of Michigan, which, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, you know, yeah, you're the biggest, you're the best shortstop in Luxembourg. But yeah. Michigan was really known about, right. for music yes. uh, in yeah. those days. Yeah. So so that's that's a big deal. Yeah. So I imagine your dad uh, pushed a lot of uh, vinyl out there in uh, the Lubbock area yeah. back in the in the day. Well, and, and I think, I mean, through, uh, in Texas and New Mexico a bit, and, mm -hmm. you know, they sure went to some cool conventions. Yeah. You know, back then, they'd, they'd go to a convention, and, um, you know, village people would be the band playing, at, you know, for the dance. Wow. Uh, things like that. It was pretty cool. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. But before I knew the village people, I thought, oh, it'd be cool to be a, yeah. a motorcycle enthusiast for Halloween, and here's Craig Bell. <laughs> Wearing this Not hat right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's funny because Craig Bell could be the village people. He's got the Native yeah. American I got the heritage and yeah. the headdress. Yes, I do. We need to get you a helmet of, for motorcycles. No, I have one of those, You too. have it, too. I'll wear that next time. <laughs> what, what else? Construction worker. You have one of those, too. <laughs> Probably somewhere. So I, I'm sitting. Uh, I got everybody covered. I'm six feet to my right, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. the village people. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank, 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 thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. But it, okay, so now you yeah. let's get back to, to a little bit more tennis, and then we'll get why why you're here. Of course. Uh, so you, you've been around <laughs> playing a lot a lot of tennis around here. You enjoy <laughs> tennis, being a part of um, the game, and uh, uh, yeah, I played a, I played a lot of leagues around here. I mean, you know, when I think back that I started playing again in '98, I guess when I retired from the corporate world. Uh huh. Um, Hadn't really planned to play, but ran into an old friend at a pediatrician's office. And she said, you play tennis, don't you? And I said, oh, I haven't played in years. And she recruited me for her TCD team. Excellent. And I got sucked back in. And, you know, I've played TCD and Metro and uh, USTA pretty much ever since, other than injuries. Yeah. So those, those who are joining us right now, we're talking to Cheryl Halpern a local uh, tennis player who has a really interesting story that we're going to get to in just a couple seconds. Uh, Cheryl uh, is a tennis player. TCD means tennis competitors of Dallas. It's like a big USTA type league or Alta. If you're familiar with Alta, uh, it's kind of the, the local Dallas league that uh, started up a few years before USTA did. Uh, so, so you played TCD, you played USTA Metro. Metro. Yeah. Yeah. Have yeah, you, all all the all the big leagues you you pretty much played. Have you ever been on the TCD board? Did you do any volunteering like that? Uh, no, my volunteer work has really been in other areas mm -hmm. until Buddy Up came along. Mm -hmm. Okay, and and then uh, but just mostly playing uh, doubles. Played some mixed doubles, probably a little singles here and there too. Yeah, I used to, used to play singles before the knees gave out. Mm -hmm. um, but but uh, now just more more in the, in the doubles play. Yeah, in doubles and mixed absolutely. Doubles. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Buddy Up. Let's move to Buddy Up real quick. Uh, because, love this program. Yeah, this, this is kind of the crux of what we're going to be be uh, talking about uh, this evening. Buddy Up is a uh, program that uh, would you would you say found you or you found it? How did you hear about Buddy Up? Um, 
I found it in that, um, I guess, September of 2018, I was watching the national news, and they had a feature from the U.S. Open um, that um, focused on an organization that had been named the USTA Adaptive Program of the Year. Okay. And it was Buddy Up. And, you know, it was a four-minute feature. I thought it looked awesome. Um, I had finished up some other big volunteer responsibilities in the community, and I thought I'd love to get involved. Mm-hmm. And went to the website and was amazed that they weren't in Dallas. I thought I'd volunteer for them, but they weren't in Dallas. So I contacted, you know, emailed the founder. Um, she was still at the U.S. Open and uh, actually was at, at the adaptive committee meeting with my friend, and I know your friend, Craig, Philip, and Nearling. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just told her I'd be interested in getting it started in Dallas. And that's. That's what got us here. So, so Buddy Up started uh, in 2008, I guess, by Beth Gibson uh, in Columbus, Ohio, correct? Is that uh, correct? She, correct. Her, 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 um, she had a three and a half year old son um, with Down syndrome, Will, Will Gibson. In fact, our, our tagline is where there's a will, there's a way. Excellent. Um, for him. And uh, she and her older son, Keegan, would go to the country club, Wicker Tree, to play. And uh, Will was always fascinated, and two of the pros there started working with him with, like, a balloon and things like that, and um, they started building this program, um, you know, became, you know, applied for nonprofit status the following year, and um, by the time Dallas got on board in 2019, we were in the 22nd or 23rd location across the country. And, and what I understand also, too, uh, was the largest uh, launch of uh, any of their uh, Yeah, we were the largest launch. We, we decided, you know, um, it's interesting. I came at it from a volunteer and, and tennis community perspective, and the Dallas community has just embraced the program. Um, typically, a location is started by a parent or a sibling of someone with Down syndrome, and so they're starting more through that community. Um, I went to the Down Syndrome Guild here and asked if we could bring the program, and all I wanted from them was for them to um, promote it to their network. Um, but I brought all the volunteers and, and all the players, so we were able to grow very rapidly and um, did have the biggest launch ever. And at this point, one year in, um, I'm not sure if we're the largest or we're, we're neck and neck with Columbus where it all started in terms of being um, the largest organization across the country. Well, that, that's awesome. I was, I was sitting there reading a little bit about Buddy Up, and it looks like Right now, you have about a three-to-one volunteer ratio to players, which is unbelievable that you've had yep. a great turnout. That's that's a credit to you, Cheryl, and uh, getting out there, getting with it. It uh, looks like that uh, you have about 50 registered players at the time, and um, now you have about... Well, actually, right now we're at 74 registered players. Interesting. Um, we get, I would say, 35, you know, 25 to 35 at each clinic. Mm-hmm. And um, we actually have 244 registered buddies, um, and that's what we call our volunteers right. okay. who come out on the court, um, and they each get paired up each week to go through our special curriculum, 
um, that was developed specifically for the you know, physical, cognitive, and social needs of individuals with Down syndrome. Sorry for a second here. We had, we had some technical difficulties that uh, I don't know if we're going to be back on. Off and back on, but our yes. audio is still rolling. So uh, so that's how you, um, you – I'm just still floored by 200 and something uh, buddies. Yeah. I mean, everyone doesn't come out every time. Right, right. Um, and that's one of the – you know, it, it's a wonderfully flexible volunteer opportunity. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we're, our live clinics are suspended right now. Right. But when they're going on, we go through a big matchmaking process, if you will, for each clinic. Um, yeah. You know, athletes sign up, volunteers, again, buddies sign up, and we pair them up. And, you know, in a perfect world, each athlete becomes fairly familiar with, you know, three or four different buddies that they work with on a somewhat regular basis, and they look forward to seeing them. Sure, absolutely. Uh, Continuity and familiarity and comfort, that's awesome. Yeah, and we've, we've had an amazing, you don't have to be a tennis player to be a volunteer. If uh-huh. you have a great attitude, we can, you know, teach you what you need to know. But because I came at it from the tennis community, right. we've had some incredible tennis talent um, out on the court with us. Um, you know, there are some teaching pros who volunteer their time. There's a lot of very seasoned players. We actually have um, a Wimbledon champion who has wow. come out twice um, to volunteer, um, Savannah Broadus. Oh, who won she won junior the juniors last year. Yes, she won the girls' juniors, uh, yeah. uh, 18 and unders at Wimbledon. She's headed to Pepperdine University. Oh, I didn't know she decided. She and her mother, Sheila, who's a teaching pro, both come out and volunteer with us. Yeah. So we've just had, you know, it's really a program that touches people's hearts. That's awesome. It's just fabulous. Yeah. Fantastic, yeah. Sorry about this. I think we're back on again, so that's hopefully... Uh, we had a little, there's always something technically wrong sometimes that uh, you never know. It happened, it, you know, it, it happens. In this day of, uh, of the COVID-19, yes. you even see it at the highest levels. I'm talking about NBC Sports yeah. where yeah. this guy's at home or you can't hear that guy or he sounds terrible. Uh, but we kind of roll with all that. I'm going to say it's the Chinese or Russians. You're going to blame it on Russian hackers. Yes, yes. yeah, I am. And, uh, and Chinese, uh, yeah. what are we going to say? Yeah. Uh, uh, Wuhan yes. ecoterrorism. It's in, it's in Wuhan. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Are we back now? It looks better. Yeah. Are we back and going? There we go. All right. Okay, now I'm back. Sorry about that. Sure. But uh, anyway, yeah, sorry about so, that. Uh, sometimes we say, folks, if you're just joining us, but now yeah. just about everybody is just Join. joining us again. We are on with Cheryl Halpern. Yes. She's such a hero to so many yep. uh, in Dallas and beyond, a uh, national champion mixed doubles and a remarkable wow you got you guys can really turn a girl's head (laughs) (laughs) and and a volunteer uh, a a remarkable volunteer coordinator for buddy up um i got a couple of interesting quotes about buddy up because i wanted to i was doing some research and this is a quote from dallas uh, athlete parent Kristen walsh uh posted on facebook uh and you probably know know uh Kristen. The, the, sure. Uh, and her son Ryan. Yeah. So the day this is a quote: the day after his first tennis session, and, and guess who insisted we come out to practice after school before he even had a snack? Thanks, buddy. Up tennis. Ryan has a new passion. Wow. She later elaborated: as parents, we really appreciate 
Oh, we're really excited about all the Buddy Up Tennis offers. The focus on fitness is such an important element, and Buddy Up Tennis makes it fun. Ryan is, is excited to be learning a new sport, and we are impressed with the high-level expectations and opportunities for the athletes, close quote. And then also I got another quote from uh, Stephanie is it dinner, diner, dinner, dinner, dinner. Okay. Uh, they, this is uh, one of the interesting quotes uh, out there and I'll have you follow up with this. They, they, which is you all, uh, buddy, I expect a lot out of our kids, which I love. I think too often our kids are underestimated and this program expects a lot. It teaches them the game of tennis and they have a blast while they're doing it. And that, I mean, that it really is interesting. I'm sure that you probably, didn't have a whole lot of expectations. What were your expectations going into this program? I'm just, I'm just curious. Then uh, it's a two-part question. You know, I, I um, uh, my past volunteer work, um, one of the organizations I worked with is called Jewish Family Service, uh -huh. which is a, a fabulous mental health and social service agency. And that was really some of my first exposure to the special needs community. But I had not worked so intimately with individuals with Down syndrome or anything. Um, so, you know, I saw the clinic that was featured at the U.S. Open. Um, that was in September. It took me a little while to convince Beth Gibson, the founder, that even though I didn't have ties to the Down syndrome community, that I was really serious about it, would be committed to the program. Sure. Um, and, which included, again, our buddy Philippa and I flew to Columbus, Ohio that January to see a clinic put on uh, by the, the founding team. And so there we saw a lot of the magic of, of really what, what it could be like. And uh, we also drove to Waco. They have a, a very small operation in Waco, and we went to watch that. And so we kind of got the full range of how a smaller community handled it, and how a very large, developed community handled the program. And it was great. Um, it, it, it's very rewarding. You see the buddies and the the buddies and the athletes bonding. The parents typically sit upstairs and all chat and support one another through various stages of life. Um, and they, they, the parents, the athletes all very much appreciate that this program does expect um, the athletes to be a part of the team, um, behave appropriately, and all that. We, we take a lot of uh, pride in adjusting the various fitness and tennis exercises to be challenging but achievable for the athlete at whatever level they may be. I love that. And I feel like it even starts with the fact that you call all of them unequivocally. You call them athletes. Uh, I've seen some programs where sometimes they're called kids or participants yeah. or sometimes even players, which is fine, but you call them athletes and they're more likely to be athletes. Yeah, they, they, they very much are. I mean, and, and interesting, you should say kids, one of the misconceptions about our program is that it is all children yes. because, you know, face it, sometimes it's, it's the five-year-old, the six-year-old that gets the endearing picture, you know, that everyone sure. just goes, it gets, pulls the heartstrings. But we have athletes ranging in age. Five is the youngest, and we've had some people who had to wait to become a part of the program. But um, currently in our program, we have athletes ranging in age from five to 45. Incredible. So um, we, we cover it all. 
And, are, are, um, are there different yeah. levels of Down syndrome also too? Because I, I mean, I've, I've been to a couple of these. Uh, I've not been to the Buddy Up. I've been. Uh, there's another one. Uh, Aging uh, Autism is a great program. Yeah, yeah that's uh, Adrian, Adrian Bransky. Yeah, does a great she's, uh, job she's here actually, in Dallas with that. Yeah, actually, yeah. she's a future guest on the show, and they yes. do a lot of work at University of Texas at yes. Dallas, yes. Uh, which isn't too far from our bunker, actually. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, so but we break. Oh, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. We, okay, so the way we, we run our clinics is uh, we have, we do have, there's actually seven different levels, believe it or not, wow. of no. programming. Um, in Dallas, we only do four or five of them. Okay. We're not to the most developed levels yet. But all of our athletes aged five to nine are on the first court, and they are broken into two groups based on their skill and coordination level. And then we typically have three or four other courts with athletes aged 10 and over divided again by their abilities. Um, and Craig, I think you had asked about the um, kind of level of down syndrome. Certainly right. there are people who, um, you know, some of our athletes are more, um, you know, severely impacted by Down syndrome than others. Um, but, you know, we love them all. We work with them all and, you know, make our drills appropriate for them. And that's a reason we like to have the one-on-one -on -one attention of a volunteer buddy. Yeah. So yeah. they can make those adjustments. I noticed I was doing a little research also, too, that uh, uh, it says that no athlete is turned to red turned away because they're unable to pay and it's a fairly nominal fee of $15. You get a t-shirt and their own racket. Is that correct? Something like that? Yes. Yes. Um, you know, you, um, we, we have worked hard to raise funds in Dallas, primarily through me posting on Facebook and things like that. But we've been, um, pretty successful doing it. I have to say, I'm happy to say, um, including, a very generous grant from tennis competitors of Dallas at the end of their season. Um, and, um, but a, a lot of people have, have donated and, and, um, you know, not only our buddies and volunteers and their families, um, but also just, um, you know, community members who learn about the program. It, um, with, uh, the, the, the cost, I'm, I'm sure there's always costs and things. Uh, most everybody else is volunteering. Everybody else, the professionals, uh, probably um, the courts. Well, yeah. we, we do have, um, you know, our costs. Mm -hmm. There's initial costs for equipment okay, because yeah. we have a lot of specialized equipment. Yeah, sure. And, you know, certainly everything from felt balls to the orange balls to right. the red balls. And we even have jingle balls. Yeah. You all have with jingle balls. It's a foam uh, ball with a little bell in it, right? Yeah, so when it bounces, yeah. it makes that, uh, that sound. You know, but also a lot of the fun fitness equipment sure. that we use, um, as well as all the rackets for the kids, the T-shirts. Um, and then we do pay... Um, a very not, you know, reduced fee, but we do pay for court time and we pay for the professional instruction from the lifetime pros who oversee the courts. Then we have some pros who, again, serve more as buddies and volunteer their time. Sure. Yeah, did Is there uh, a, a pathway 
that the, the athletes can move on to? Is there a, a Buddy Up National program, or is there something that you all go with Special Olympics? You know, how, how does uh, that work? We, we do, again, we're, we're, you know, we were not quite a year old. We were just shy of our one-year anniversary on March 24th when we had to close down because of the pandemic right sure. now. Right. That's okay. um, yeah. But we, um, I've actually worked with Adrian of Acing Autism, and we were identifying a few athletes for her to have, you know, have a combined team, but aren't going to get to do that this year. Um, you know, but but we we have some athletes who you know can strike a pretty darn good ball. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure there are. There yeah, I've are, seen a few. These guys, these yeah. athletes can play, can play some play some tests. But there is a pathway if they want to go on and and compete. There are some. Events. Yeah, I mean, it's through Special Olympics. Sure. We don't have, like, a national tournament or anything like that on our own. Okay, for Buddy Up at this point. Right, right. I'm giving you um, an idea. I'm giving you an idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. A little well, feed. And, yeah. and in some other, uh, some of our other locations, um, there is also a program, Buddy Up Fitness, that is um, focuses on the fitness portion in our tennis clinics. We have 30 minutes of fitness and an hour of tennis, but there is a devoted fitness program in some locations. And there is also summer camp, uh, a week long summer camp in some locations. And eventually, you know, we'd like to have those programs in Dallas. Sure. What are some of the elements of fitness side? Uh, say it's, uh, it's an hour and something of, of on-court yeah. tennis. What are some of the off-court or, or on-court fitness uh, drills? Yeah, well, fitness, we call it our ABCs of fitness. Um, so every time we go through some drills that have to do with agility, um, like an agility ladder, running figure eights, things like that. Wonderful. Um, we also have a station that is ball control and tracking. So, you know, whether it's, we call them downs or ups and, you know, different things with the ball and, and learning to track it. We have a coordination and balance. That's our C. That's the C. Coordination and balance. So everything from tug of war and balance beams and little river rocks, we call them. Um, and then we have a strength and speed station. So that's our ABCs, uh, ABCS. Yeah. Um you know, with the strength and speed, for example, we have, we call them the dice of destiny. They're these padded dice. One of them has numbers on it. The other one has exercises like jumping jacks and push-ups and things like that. So we make everything a game uh, is, to keep all of our athletes engaged so that it's not just saying, okay, now everyone do 10 burpees or whatever. Um, animal walks are really big with this group. You know, where, where it's like, okay, you know, pick an athlete. We have an athlete named Sloan Stevens, by the way. And what that a is great her name. True name <laughs> spelled the way yeah. <laughs> the professional athlete does. But, uh, you know, you might say, Sloan, uh, what's your favorite animal? And she says, crocodile. So guess what? Everyone's laying on the ground, you know, trying to move around like a crocodile, make noises, Excellent. or, or a rabbit, and everybody hops around. I mean, we make everything fun and a game. It, oh, with the with the athletes, um, they're, they're uh, everywhere from age five to forty five. You said yes. Okay, so um, real quick before I ask ask the next question, uh, 
Tell us where you can find Buddy Up Tennis. Is there a website for Dallas specifically or just Buddy Up Tennis? Where, where can people find? Yeah, it, it's, it's BuddyUpTennis.com. And there are, you know, drop down menus. There's a drop down menu for locations. And uh, even though, you know, right now we are not having live clinics, I've still had. Um, I think one new athlete and like four new buddies, even while we've been on break, um, which is fine because then they're on, they will receive the weekly newsletter that I send out with various announcements. Mm. And right now we are doing virtual clinics from our home base in Columbus um, every Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. Is we that have on a one is- hour fitness and tennis clinic that you can do at home with? You know, and and we spotlight different athletes on the on the you know on a Zoom picture. You can imagine, and it's on Zoom. You know, will be watching. Yeah, and they'll. It's, it's like being on the uh, kiss cam out at the Rangers game <laughs> or whatever. And um, we're not, we're not doing that here. We we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> give each other the elbow. Yes, <laughs> we just did the elbow cam. <laughs> we yeah, did the kiss cam. Yeah, we'll do- <laughs> well, whatever whatever floats your boat. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, but we, uh, so we've been doing that on Saturday mornings and on um, Thursday evenings, they've been doing Zumba, dance Zumba, and same kind of deal. And this past week, um, we debuted Buddy Up Kickboxing on Tuesday night because it's real important for our athletes to, you know, it's important for all of us to stay active during quarantine. But, sure. Um, being active is especially challenging for a lot of our athletes. And so we want to keep them, you know, physically active and socially engaged to the degree we can when, while we can't be together. Now, now people that, at your Buddy Up location, can they volunteer at that site as well and also make Absolutely. a donation? Okay. So if, if you go to BuddyUpTennis.com, okay. um, there is a drop-down menu to get involved, and there's a registration process that they have to go through Mm. um and you know once they complete that i receive the application and send them a welcome letter and then they you know are plugged in and you know hopefully we will be back on the court i mean realistically we're thinking it will be in the fall yeah um but we'll we'll see and we're we we stay in touch yeah once again uh we're talking with cheryl halpern you don't have any your sons aren't down syndrome and no, no. yeah and did you just you just did this why why'd you do this what's what was uh, the reason it, it it just really struck my heart i don't know how to say it any other way uh lifelong tennis player you know the the competitive desire is still there but again the knees don't always support <laughs> it and i love the game and i just this community is so incredibly special um i've just met some of the most wonderful people and it it's just a a great way to get back and and um meet some really special people we have the gibson family watching from columbus ohio we wanted to shout out to beth gibson and will gibson hi hi there you know from this is i'm craig and this is uh aj right there. hey and uh and i love the where there's a will there's a way and 
um, Mrs. Gibson, Ma yeah. Ma Beth managed to yeah. put that in a, yeah. in a comment. Yeah, very so thank cool. you for that. It's cool. Thanks for watching. Appreciate yeah, it. Uh, appreciate you, you starting the program and, and us being able to broadcast this out. Yeah. Uh, we know that Cheryl has a great uh, following in the Dallas area. Hopefully we'll get, we'll get through our, uh, Facebook, through our, uh, uh, at the net podcast, uh, uh, all of our contacts, we'll get more awareness out there for for you all as well, for, for Buddy Up Tennis, because we're happy to, to uh, do this for you. And hopefully one day we'll be able to be a part of the Buddy Up program once it gets started again. Do you, what day do you typically in the Dallas area do you do the clinic? In Dallas, we, we've been operating on Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4.30. Okay, 3 to 4.30 at Lifetime Fitness over in Plano, right? Plano. Correct. Indoor? You know, I have to point out, since especially with Will on the line, Will's, Will's a friend of mine now, and we viewed it as a very good sign. We opened on March 24th, and Will came down with the teaching team from Columbus. He flew down for this. And it was his um, 14th birthday that weekend, so we celebrated his birthday with him, and he helped us conduct our first um, training boot camp and clinic. So he's 15 now, and yeah. uh, I bet you he's even a better player now than last year. He's a darn good player. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. Did, did you take him around, have some barbecue or something like that around the uh, Dallas area? Something very oh, Texan. Yes, we had fajitas. We had fajitas brought in oh, okay. for, yeah, for his birthday party. Yeah. That's pretty Texan. Tex Mex. Also, I like that. Yeah. Have yeah. Tex Mex. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you got to come down to Dallas. You got to have some, either Tex Mex or barbecue, one of the two, yep. right? Yeah. Exactly. Next time they come, we'll do barbecue. Now, did do you all do your uh, clinics inside or outside, or if it's a nice? We day are we are inside, inside. thankfully. Okay. Uh, you know, with Texas weather, I, I certainly don't want to have to make the call when it's too hot or too cold or too windy. Yeah, right. That's a good call. Uh, Nothing wrong with indoor tennis. We we love indoor tennis too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm an indoor court wimp myself. But, you know, <laughs> at the club I teach at, we have nice indoor courts. So I, know. I, I, don't, I don't mind going inside personally. I mean, I, I, I'll say I'm soft as tissue paper, so I don't care. <laughs> so, but uh, uh, Cheryl, uh, what uh, one thing about Buddy Up that uh, you'd like to let the the viewers, listeners know? What's kind of maybe the top thing that you want to get across to to everybody tonight? Uh, just that Buddy Up Tennis. I don't know how to explain how how much it touches people's hearts. Uh, I know I've sent you guys a video this week that had a photo recap of our first year. I hope you had a chance to look at it. Sure. But it's really that. about developing wonderful relationships and, um, you know, being a teammate and coach and cheerleader for these very special athletes. And... Um, you know, whether you're a tennis player or not, it's it's just a wonderful um, program to be involved with. And it also works with today's, you know, most people, not now, but normally, you know, have very busy schedules. It's, it's something you can do an hour and a half, you know, every other week. And I, I, I just everyone walks away feeling great. Um it's, it's just a wonderful program. And you've been involved with it just a little over a year. That's correct, right? Except the right. Dallas area. Right. And they've been going on since uh, 2011, basically. Is that correct? Just, 2008 was hey, the okay. start in Columbus. Right. And so 23 programs, you said, across the U.S. right now? Um, I think 
think we're up to 28. Oh, 28. Okay. Now, we were the 22nd or 23rd. Oh, I mean, they, it is yeah. concentrated a bit more in the Midwest with okay. their Ohio roots. Um, but there are programs in Florida. There are programs in Pennsylvania and in Michigan and Illinois. It's not quite everywhere yet. Um, but, you know, across about a dozen states right now. And, you know, it just takes people who want to do it in a community um, to get it going. People like you, Cheryl. Thank you. Yeah. That, no, no That's question. been my, my pleasure. Now, can they email you? Is there a place if somebody... Absolutely. You can email me at dallas at buddyuptennis.com. And, you know, happy to answer any, you know, I know you have a, a big tennis audience, uh, obviously, and happy to answer any any questions about the program. You know, my, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much an open book. Um, but, we, you know, we'd love to have more people engaged right now. Again, it's kind of on hold other than these virtual clinics. But yeah. Those are pretty fun, too. And we do get um, some of our local buddies and coaches on to make cameo appearances because, you know, our athletes really like to see the people they know. Sure. So... We get on there when we can. Yeah. No, Beth said thanks for your support. Uh, we're trying to see if we can read the rest of that. There Beth we go. That is pretty awesome. Yeah. She is, and she wanted to make a big deal that uh, uh, not only they're blessed to have you, but that you uh, personally were recognized as the 2020 coordinator of the entire year uh, nationwide for Buddy Up. So uh, we already knew you were extraordinary, and here's here's Beth Gibson just echoing that, this, yeah. echoing that, proving that point. Yeah, uh, thank you. Well, they're special people. Yeah, yeah that's sounds like a really fun program, fascinating program. Yeah. And uh, we know we don't have a whole lot of time. Do you mind if we go to the thir third set real quick? Let's roll to the third set. Um, ah, okay. This, yes. this is a little pop culture. Okay, so no, we were going to end the music world. We're going to go back in the music world here real quick. So the, uh, back in Lubbock, Texas, the first band you saw in concert. Oh, gosh, we got tickets to all kinds of things. Uh, the first one I actually remember, this is embarrassing, John Denver in the round. John in the Denver. round. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky Mountain I, High, right? I, you know, and I was hoping you'd say Buddy Holly, but you are way too young to have seen Buddy yeah, Holly. Yeah, no, Buddy was already gone. Yeah, Sorry. sad. Yeah, there were... Yeah, he was already yeah had moved in on. The I sky, think, yeah. That was fifty. He was in the fifty-three-four time frame, maybe. I think he was about. That was. Well, I think we're the same age. I'm gonna say, you know, uh, I think I was early. 60s. I, I was born way before Cheryl because yeah. she, no. you know, I, I'm yeah. older than you. No, there aren't too many people that that I was born January third, nineteen sixty. So you were the first, basically one of the first kids we know born in the sixties. That's right. So I'm going to say I'm older than yeah. Cheryl just, yeah. just by, uh, Oh, Beth Gibson. Uh, I saw John Denver and Aspen. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. I, it's funny because I saw John Aspen in Denver. No, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you could see a band, Cheryl, what band would you have would like to see in, in city venue? Where would you, where, what band would you like to see? And where would you like to see them? Right now? Yeah. Anybody. If you miss somebody, oh lord! See, we're gonna um, we ask deep thought, yep, type questions. I don't know. I mean, we saw the Stones not too many years ago, but they're getting a little, you know, that's getting a little rugged when it's high death. Um, <laughs> you know, I've seen the Eagles many times and always enjoy them, but I'm I'm a sucker for like James Taylor, that sort oh, of thing. Oh, right, interesting. 
Yeah. Sweet Caroline, do you, do you go to the Red Sox games and sing that in the seventh inning? Oh, no, I'm a Rangers fan. <laughs> Rangers. <laughs> okay, now I, I, have an, I have an idea how you're going to answer this question. If you're in a band, are, do you, are you musically talented? Are you a Oh, band? not at all. Not at all. This is even going to be better. You're more of a listener, but not a player of the music. So <laughs> this is this, hypothetical. This question is great. Go to it, CV. Okay, hypothetical. All right, if you were in a band, which member would you like to be? The lead singer, lead guitarist, drummer, keyboards, or bass guitarist? Who would you be in the band? Wow. Um, I actually tried to learn to play the guitar a couple of years ago. But, but I have to say, I've always had something for drummers and lead singers. I don't wow. know. That's a tough one. Like Both in Phil the back. Collins. Yeah. Maybe Phil Collins. Yeah, that's it. Just the all-around, do-anything, you know, utility player. No, I don't know. I, I, I was going to say, I pointed this, I pointed to lead singer. He called lead singer, and I will tell yeah. you, as unofficially well, the, the Y'all stat. haven't heard me sing. That <laughs> that's that's okay. Stretch. Yeah, I just think it's yeah. your personality. It's the, it's the leader yes. and the uh, yeah. wanting to be up front. Yes. And I will tell you, uh, 60, a full 68% of our 38 episodes, 68% of the guests <laughs> Have wanted tennis people yep. primarily one, yep. one have wanted singer. to be lead singer. I think ten, tennis brings out the leader role in people because yep. you're out there by yourself. <laughs> and, and what you're doing with Buddy Up Tennis, I mean, to, to be honest, you know, you have to be a leader in that role to, to get to where you are right now. Yeah. Even uh, a year, a little over a year into what what you're doing right there, you had this idea, you had this thought, yep. and you said, you know, you know, I'm, I'm going to take this and and move it forward. And that's 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 hard to do. Yes, you, you'll, yeah, you'll, you know what though. It, it's, it becomes surprisingly easy when you really believe in what you're doing. Amen. That's beautiful. Yeah. Favorite well movie. Said. Favorite movie. What's your favorite movie? What's Cheryl Halpern? Uh, boy, y'all ask tough ones. Um, <laughs> boy, my husband, you know, I told him y'all might ask that. He's like, you have to say Casablanca because he's an old movie buff. Ah, Excellent. I don't know. I have a lot. I mean, in, in recent years, I would say I've really liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, Very recent, older, great film. I don't know, Thelma and Louise, Slumdog Millionaire. There's a bunch of them. Oh, yeah, these movies. are all these are all Oscar contenders. Yeah, we we uh, didn't have uh, Thelma and Louise or Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah, we haven't heard those. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you enjoy doing? Do you like to cook? Do you like to eat, drink, all three? Oh gosh, I don't like to cook. Um, um, yeah, I like to eat, but it's not that big of a deal. You know, during quarantine, I'm learning to juggle. That's oh, I'm, really? <laughs> I'm doing. I'm learning to juggle, but um, you know, on my my other job is market research, mm -hmm. and so I don't know. I enjoy marketing and things like that. I play a lot of tennis and um, exercise and read, and I don't know. Ooh, what are you That's reading? Fantastic. What do you, what do you yeah, read? What are you what reading? Do you like to read? Well, it's fine. I mean, actually, I've been. I don't know. I, I was reading a book called Mrs. Lincoln's Dressmaker, which was pretty interesting. But finished that, that two good. days ago and just started reading Strokes of Genius. Oh, uh, wow. About Federer yeah. Nadal, 2008 yeah. Wimbledon final. Yeah, that's, yes. uh, that's one of our favorites, John Wertheim. I uh, yeah. got to meet John. I, I was uh, covering the U.S. Open for Tennis One, and I, my cubicle was in between this group of legends. Schmirler... Uh, Wertheim, Bud Collins directly next to me. And AJ Smith. And here's me, uh, you know, <laughs> wow. first time young guy. At the time, young guy. This was uh, 2002, I think. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, who's that kid? Yeah. Uh, they, they, That's they could, pretty cool. That was kind of cool. cool. And well, I, I don't know 
mention us that much. Uh-huh. So it's funny, you know, that you're asking that now. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you're reading about, uh, at least about tennis through a very uh, tow- highly touted quality guy. Wertheim is tremendous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I enjoyed, I, I don't, I, I mean, I like basketball, but I don't breathe it and live it like a Nick Kyrgios does. But I would read his basketball stuff because I enjoyed how passionate he is and it comes through in the way he writes. And now my impression is he's on TV a lot more than he is writing. But what a fantastic, cool, cool guy. Fantastic scribe. And I bet you're enjoying that book. Uh, Did you see that match, 2008 Wimbledon Finals? I I did. I did, but um, I'm embarrassed to say I don't remember who won. And I intentionally not looked it up to keep some of the suspense going because, I mean, he goes through the match blow by blow. He does. I, I've read it. I've uh, seen the the doc on it. And obviously, I remember who won the match, but I'm not going to ruin it for yeah, you. Yeah, I, I intentionally didn't look it up so because cool. I don't remember. I'm that way with movies and series and even books. And, of course, my wife is the exact opposite. <laughs> she'll read chapter one, then the last chapter, and then it. she'll read the whole oh, book. No yeah, no. she's crazy. And somehow I was able to convince her, or, or we agree. How about this? We agreed upon not finding out the gender of our child really? uh, until he, he he popped out. He or she popped out. Right. Yeah. I think it was a he. It, well, yeah, I said he. I, uh, I ruined it. It was a he. She. <laughs> it was a he. She. <laughs> uh, okay. Here's a big thought provoking yes. question. It's going to tell a lot about your personality as well. All right. right. So if you had a dinner party, who were the four? Four guests or more you'd invite to your dinner party. And they can be anybody in history. Anybody, you know, you can go way back. We've had some really big, big thinkers, and then we've had some that uh, have just have, have had some local friends. Actually, yep. so it's dinner oh, for six. Wow. It's, it's you and your husband yeah, plus, plus four guests. Plus, who are they? Wow. Um, and we know well, you're not cooking. We're, we're on this podcast, so I'm going to no, have to a... say I would I would invite Roger Federer. Ooh, oh yes. yes. Okay. Uh, I have to include the fad. Um, but it wouldn't be an all tennis dinner. Okay, Let's yeah. see, that's who would okay. it be? Um, boy, that's tough. Um, I don't know. Let's put, throw JFK in there. That'd be good. Right, hey, no, no, let me ask you a question. Are you a conspiracy theorist? Or are you a Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone? No, I'm not much of a conspiracy theorist. Oh, Listen, <laughs> when, when when Kennedy, when Jack comes over, I, I will call. Uh, I have your cell. <laughs> And I gotta find out, so I gotta know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I gotta know how many shooters there. Were. I gotta know. So Jack expect Ruby a call Jack, from us. Jack Kennedy. Oh, okay. Jack okay. Kennedy, right? Yeah. Um, Maybe Jack Ruby, right? Yeah. So, yeah. No. Okay. So, so Jack, better wait, and. Wait. Yeah. This is tough. Yeah. Uh, I know. We ask you. We're good. You know. Yeah, Kennedy, Federer. Okay, who else? You got two more. Yeah, I'm working it. Um, good. I don't want to have to have dead airtime. Um, no, no, you're okay. And I want to make those four seats really count. Right, and they'll be six feet apart. They'll be social distancing. Yeah, so not <laughs> yeah, these days. Um, okay, uh, I just don't want to drag it out, so I'll invite my two sons. Okay. Oh, they would love it. Hey, yeah, that'd be an interesting conversation. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's yeah. Really, I'd add other people, but I don't want to take more time. That's, that's all right. That's no, great no. answers. Well, what, what what would you serve? Because you said you don't like to cook. So let's say you're not cooking. What do you? What do you? What's the meal? <laughs> Thankfully, my husband cooks a lot more oh, than I do. Really? What, what's um, his, What's his big dish? What's he? What's he cook? What's his? Oh, uh, wonderful steaks. Oh, wonderful okay. steaks. Anything on the grill. He's a master. Hey, look him um, over. We'll be we'll be through in about uh, 
uh, yeah, we'll, about 30 minutes. We, hey, we, we, we you, come don't over. Live, you know, well, I don't know where you live, but, but your club is not far from my house. So we come will, on over. Yeah, we'll tunnel out of our bunker, bunker and yeah. be there. Yes. And uh, <laughs> if he's more of the chef, you're the one better at making reservations? Uh, sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. You, you know some that. good places in town? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I mean, but I'm, I'm a, um, I have to admit, while I'm very, uh, enjoy exercise a lot, yeah. I, I grab uh, a, a fast food sandwich virtually every day somewhere. Fast food is up these days because of the yeah. drive through fast food. I mean, I'm not, I'm not getting a burger and fries, yeah. but I can name every kind of sandwich place in the area. Oh, really? What's your favorite? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, give oh, us Jersey Mike's uh, Subway. I really rotate between, let's see, Hot Belly, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, yeah. Great Outdoors. Oh. I got them all. Yeah, great yeah most of these are national and, and nearby. Just about I, I love Great Outdoors. That's, yeah, that's you, one of my I, favorite. I've met you for lunch over yeah, there once. Great yeah. Outdoors is not, not bad. Those are here <laughs> around the area. Uh, not getting paid for saying that, but that's. Uh, I mean, yeah. we're gonna have a patch deal. I've got, uh, really? I've got a uh, uh, Dunder Mifflin deal oh, wow. tonight, and uh, because of Cheryl Halpern, Halpern, but I, but I thought it was Halpert for a minute there, so I yeah, thought for sorry. sure it was yeah, close. It was very close, and when Daryl gave me Daryl from the warehouse, yes, he gave Darryl me the, Philbin yes. gave me the shirt. He and I were the same size, so yeah. he gave me the shirt. I thought I gotta wear it. On, gotta wear it, and I have a patch deal. <laughs> So let's get a deal with Great Outdoors. Great Outdoors would be fine. We Possibly get all, Jason. We can invite Cheryl over, too. She, I mean, if the food's I, free. I picked up from there today yeah. under, you know, with a mask on and all that good stuff. Love it. Yeah. East Coast, West Coast. Are you an East Coast person or West Coast? I got to go West Coast. Our younger son lives in San Francisco. Oh, oh, oh Northern oh, Cal. Great. So, yeah. So you'd be more the Northern Cal, San Fran, San Fran as opposed to the San Diego, L.A. area? Oh, I'll, I'll take the whole West Coast. You didn't okay. limit it north or south. I mean, okay. we yeah. got to uh, include Alaska and Oregon and uh, Washington, too. I love those. I love them all, yeah. That's yeah, good. Ma- good mountains answer. or beach? Are you a mountain person or a beach person? Oh, uh, younger younger years, I would have said beach. Now I would say mountains. Interesting. You love yeah. them both, okay. huh? In the wintertime or in the summertime or both? Uh, well, as long as I have proper gear, I'm fine in the cold, but... <laughs> Not me. <laughs> uh, when, when the family went skiing, I would go snowshoeing or play tennis indoors. Because really? again, those knees have just caught up with me. I see. Yeah. Where, where'd you do, where'd you play tennis indoors? Just out of curiosity. Oh gosh, were we Over? at Steamboat Springs? Oh yeah, Steamboat. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I've played a couple of places indoors. Yeah, yeah, Key, Keystone in that neighborhood has a good yeah. indoor resort yeah. too. It's been years. It was yeah. when our boys were a lot yeah. younger. They're okay, twenty six they yeah. and twenty four now. Okay. I love the yeah. key, the indoors at Keystone. Um, you know, when my family goes skiing, I don't want to ski every day. So maybe I'll go Monday, Wednesday, yeah. and Friday. But you know what I'm doing on Tuesday and Thursday is, is scoping out some tennis. You see the cops there? Yeah, snowshoeing yeah. is fun too. Snowshoeing. And, uh, and when I went to the indoor tennis up there, I don't want to embarrass them, but I loved it. And I had to go back two days later because... High altitude? I f- uh, high altitude, of course. But I felt... It was like a time warp. Like I'm back in 1979 when I'm a kid learning how to string rackets and like the whole place, the whole vibe, and even the smell. I could smell yeah. those smells <laughs> of being a, you know, 12 and under little kid playing tennis at any indoor facility I could see. Sure. And there it was. So that's what that reminds me of is a, you know, it's a pretty touristy or a lot of those are touristy towns. Yeah. And yeah, there they are. I mean, they don't have 
the consistent players. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very transient population coming in and out. Well, I, I, they they remembered me the next year when we went back. So I thought, gosh, it's such. I feel like I. It's like, it's like some bar, like Cheers or something, and they yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, Jay, <laughs> Jay, AJC. They think my name is Norm, but that's that's uh, neither here. <laughs> Welcome back, Norm. <laughs> Norm. Well, cheers. They had my beer waiting for me. It was, it was sad. Sunrise, sunset. Yeah. Sunrise, sunset. Uh, sunset. Sunset. Evening, yeah. huh? Okay. Uh, More romantic. What's that? More romantic. Yeah, yeah the set. Uh, favorite season? Are you summer, spring, winter, fall? Um, I would say more springs. Yep, I like this time of the year. We had an absolutely beautiful day in Dallas. Today. Holy yeah. cow! Yeah, it, the hum- best humidity was about forty uh, percent, maybe dew point or something. Yeah. About eighty two two degrees. Man, it was. Yeah. Awesome I went today. from about sixty five to eighty. I twice today. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> went yeah. on two long walks. Excellent. I hope it's like this forever. Uh, favorite holiday? What's your, what's your favorite holiday? Uh, probably Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Oh, that was we, fun. Get, yeah. we get that a lot. In fact, we get that 68% of the time on the show. Well, I feel pretty dull then if all yeah. I'm doing is giving you the standard answers. Yeah, it's okay because uh, I understand 68% of all statistics are made up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's okay. Hey, I'm in market research. You so, are. You know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and 68% of all Americans know that. Right. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. What do you like to do in your spare time? Um... I well, I play tennis. Yes. I I exercise. I mean, you know, I I do lift weights. Uh, yeah, they, tell us the the exercise. When you you've said exercise a couple times, but you're kind of a tall, lean gal, and you've you've stayed that way for a long time. What are you doing? Uh, you know, obviously it's it's decent I, food too. Oh gosh, I think first of all, just I'm lucky with my metabolism. Um, but no, I mean, I play tennis probably normally three times a week, uh-huh. and I lift weights three days a week, and I, you know, do treadmill or something three or four days a week. Are you doing some ABCSS? Yeah, exactly. I bet. Exactly. I bet you're good at it. Hey, I'll, get, I'll tell you what, I've done the virtual clinics uh-huh. with the athletes, and I'm getting down there doing it all and it's it's a pretty good workout i bet they love it they're like oh this lady's 50 something she, she's awesome hey, hey, hey. Out there. yeah <laughs> we had uh, dr rich cohen last week he said he did, he did a t- 10k every day daily daily yeah 10k daily and i was like whoa and hits yeah. with the wall uh, yeah. uh, as much as i do every a couple day hours yeah, yeah. i was like wow man that's yeah that's somebody who loves I used, tennis i used to aspire to run a marathon but after the second knee surgery Jeez. Yeah. Um, my, my doctor told me to think of it as having a finite number of running steps left in my legs. And if I wanted to play tennis, that running was probably not the best, best thing to do. Yeah. So your Fitbit counts backwards. Like you want to be low. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Yeah. No, no, no. Not, not a Fitbit girl. No, I mean, yeah, it's good. So, uh, now we're going to shift a little bit on, on the tennis side of this. Yeah. Most embarrassing moment in tennis. Yeah, did you have an embarrassing moment in tennis? Oh, um, I don't know if this would. Well, I, I, I'll call call out two. One y'all is embarrassing in a competitive way. Um, I played, you know, what used to be called the Highway Eighty tournament. Yeah, yeah, oh, yes. yeah. yeah. That's Texas, absolutely. Um, and finally, this is long before champs and super champs, and I went to sectionals for the first time as a fifteen-year-old. And first round played Ann Smith. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Lost to Ann 
love and love, and I don't think it was that close. <laughs> um, you know, I think that the score was generous. So that was embarrassing in one way. But I do remember playing a, a tournament. This had to be when I was in college because I remember, you know, I was playing with some of the other instructors from um, Texas A&M Tennis Camp. Uh-huh. And I was in the finals of, you know, the women's draw or something and leaned over to get the ball across the net and somehow managed to suspend myself on the net. Bouncing oh, oh, up and down for a minute. Oh, okay. That was pretty embarrassing. But People... not, I, I do have a friend who is a, a buddy in our program uh-huh. who actually did that one day and it pulled the net post out of the side of the oh, court oh, wow. over at, oh. and so I won't name her, but she knows who she is and she's listening. I bet she's getting a laugh out of it. We won't mention her. Oh, but we all the... took pictures. We took lots of pictures and laughed and laughed. People, you know, people pay chiropractors good money for that adjustment that you got from that <laughs> yeah. inversion therapy yeah. moment there. <laughs> right. Yeah, it one. was pretty special. Yeah. <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite tennis tournament? U.S. Open. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Or, I mean, I, I think there's an excitement to playing at night. I love the tradition of Wimbledon, yeah. but... Night match at the U.S. Open. Have you been to the U.S. Open and been a part of a night match or matches? Ever? Um, no, or I've been TV? to day matches, and actually, I I had plans to go this year, but you know that's looking questionable now. Uh, yeah. I don't know, AJ. Although you know, something. yeah, we got a little scoop this morning um, that possibly the USTA has talked to Indian breaking Wells. News. Breaking it's news. It's pretty breaking. It's a little controversial. It hasn't hit the MSM as we call them yet. The mainstream media, yeah. but uh, the idea is, and this was a rumor a month and a half, like six weeks ago, uh, when Indian Wells was canceling, that possibly if the U.S. Open cancels, they'll simply do it at Indian Wells in September before the French Open in late September. But boy, at Indian Wells, the temperatures in September be are between 91 and 106. Yeah. Yeah. So that's well, going to kill I, any virus, no question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah kill a lot of people too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're talking about a lot of professional sports coming back without live fans. It's so. true. And most of those fans in Palm Springs are 115, 120 yeah. years yeah. old. <laughs> they they, 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 they don't need to worry about social distancing. There won't be anybody there. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I, I mean, yeah. I do hope it happens. I, I, yeah. I myself have been to the Open yeah. uh, 20 something years in a row or something. And I love New York and I grew up in that neck of the woods. But how cool would it be? Um, you know, people are nervous to fly, but I would love to drive over yeah. there or, or check that scene. Yeah, out. I mean, I don't care how take hot the it train. is. You can go with yeah. Well, Craig, haven't you taken groups to yeah. like the Aussie? Yes, yeah. yeah. With you to the Aussie. Yes, I have. Yeah, oh, Monte yeah. Carlo. You Monte took Carlo. a nice group. Yeah. I, I used to do a lot of uh, trips with groups to Davis Cup. Any Davis Cup tie in the U.S. Oh, I love Davis yeah, Cup. Yeah, that's my. Yeah. I'm such a team uh, sports. College tennis, Davis Cup, Fed Cup. I'm. Yeah. All about that. Of course, yeah. times too. And for this to be like a, the U.S. Open at Indian Wells and it's drivable. I mean, I'm putting the yeah. top down and uh, and driving over there. Road trip. I'm going to wear okay, my... Okay, you have a passenger. On yeah, the... we're good. It, it'll be our Thelma and Louise. Uh, <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. I, I'll, I'll ha- I have a Roger Fedora hat and we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. I'll, get, I'll get on my cycle and go... Vroom. That's it, man. Keep going. <laughs> do, you, do you like to watch tennis on TV? Yeah, but not for like five hours straight. I, I, I typically have the, 
just slams on yeah. and just kind of leave it on, walk through the house doing whatever. Uh, favorite tennis player? Got to be Federer. Federer. I knew it. And yeah. uh, on the uh, women's side. The, he makes the game look so easy and so beautiful. Yeah. What about um, on the women's side? Yeah, on the on the women's tennis side. You know, I, I there isn't anyone on the women's side right now that I just love. Um, you know, I, I certainly admire a lot of them. Um, I, I don't know. I, I loved Yvonne Gulagon yes. back in the day. You guys look um, a little bit alike, you and Yvonne Gulagon, a little bit. Yeah, no, I think that's why. <laughs> I uh, just... The people that float on the court just yeah. amaze me. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. A fa- I thought for sure you'd you'd probably say Ash Barty or Bianca Andreescu. They move really well too. Well, I mean, I like both of them. I haven't yeah. seen either of them enough to, you know, really, really fun. I mean, you know, growing up, I mean, Christy was everyone's idol. Yeah, but. Um, you know, always always like Steffi. Does, does Serena but, does Serena uh, tie Margaret Court? You know, I don't know, uh, oh, especially with more. this break. I think I Serena's know. a little off the rails lately. Um, I don't know. I'd like to think she will, but I was watching a stat on Tennis Channel. I'm, I, I like stats. I'm, yeah, I, yeah, I like yeah. marketing and research. You know, so I I was yeah. actually actually <laughs> watching the stat. You all might have seen this, but you know, in the four finals she's played. Since she's been a mom, she, mm-hmm. she hasn't won a set. Yeah, straight and she's sets. been, been beaten uh, badly, too. Simona Hollip yeah, at Wimbledon. I mean, I, I would yeah. a couple of years ago, I would have said no doubt. Yeah. But she just she just doesn't seem to have it anymore. Yeah, she she not in the finals. I mean, it's been, let's name them. It's been uh, uh, Osaka yeah. uh, uh, once. Yeah, which was the, the match. That was the rough. Ooh, yeah, that was really rough. Right uh, uh, Bianca Andreescu, yes. Halep, and who was was it? Barty? No. What uh, I, I, I think it was Naomi twice. Twice. Yeah, that's what it was. Yes. At the yeah. Australian? Yeah. And the, and the U.S. Yeah. 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 We got to see Naomi play. I guess we were at the Italian Open last oh, summer. Rome, right. And that was fun. You don't want to be in Rome. But she right ended now. up losing, I think, the <laughs> next round. But... I see. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't want to be in Italy right now. Yeah. No. Italy, no. Uh, New York City. There's yeah. just a few places that are. Uh, hit a little harder than the others. Yeah, yeah it's it's very sad, but sad. we'll you know we'll all get through it. So you know it. I, I know you have a couple of kids that did. Did they play tennis? Yeah, boys, yeah. both sons. No, they they were both baseball players. Oh, that's baseball. a great game. Love we, baseball. We would go out and play tennis, and and they first just loved to hit it over the fence. Of course. <laughs> and so then I started bribing them and saying they'd be on one side, I'd be on the other, and we'd play mini tennis. And i say, if we can keep the ball going, 100 hits, we'll go for ice cream. Oh. And that worked. Bri- bribery so, will get you uh, everywhere. <laughs> but no, they never really played. No. Uh, what sport would you have played if it wasn't tennis? Uh, knowing how, how I compete now, if my joints would have held up, I think – I would have the demeanor to be a cross-country runner. Long distance, right. Interesting, cross-country. I, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't have thought that. I, yeah. I, would thought, I thought you would have said something else. But probably it was, no, I, I mean, what, what, I, I'm a, no, I, I think that would have been very suited to my competitive nature mm. and strategy. There's a lot of country to run out in Lubbock, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of flat country, yeah. Flat, windy, <laughs> yeah. A lot yeah, more. I did, uh, you know, 
when we have windy days now, I don't like it any more than anyone else, but I, I feel like it kind of works in my favor sometimes because I had to play in it so much. Yeah, it's nothing for you. So, so we well, have, no, it still sucks. It's still, yeah. <laughs> Last two questions. All right, all right now, here we are. All right, uh, the, the one question I want to go back to Buddy Up. What What's the future of Buddy Up Dallas? What, what, what do you see, foresee Buddy Up in, in, say, next year, five years, ten years? What, do you, what, yeah, what are you doing with Buddy um, Up? I would like to think that our program continues to grow. Um, I would definitely see us adding Buddy Up Fitness um, and and Buddy Up Summer Camp. Excellent. Uh, so, you know, the, the program is all about, you know, while I started it because of my love for tennis, there there is a lot more um, that we can do to help our athletes. Sure. And and to reach more people. You, you just need a little bit more money, right? I'm sorry? You need a little bit more money, right? Need those people to write oh, some checks, always. maybe. We always need money. Um, we, always, we always need money and volunteers. Sure. And, you know, um, you know, we don't want to turn an ath- any athletes away. We haven't. Um, if an athlete can't pay for it, we cover their expenses excellent and we want it to always be that way um we don't want tennis to be an elite sport you know like you know many many decades ago it was always thought of as such an elite sport that only the you know country club set could play and we certainly don't want to do that with this program we want everyone who is interested to be a part of it excellent so you see it growing and growing getting larger uh, more opportunities yeah i mean i think there there are some physical limitations i mean really if we got much larger we you know right now fort worth um had was planning to open this fall i don't know now if that will work out but I really think what it would mean is having multiple locations because there's okay. realistically only so many people you can handle sure. at one time. Yeah, right. tennis courts, um, volunteers, balls, yeah. Yeah, and we currently have um, we have we have some athletes that, you know, will drive 45 minutes or an hour to come to our clinic because we're really the only one in the Metroplex right now. That's what I was going to ask. Where all most Does any come from... Like Oklahoma, do you get anybody that filtered down from Oklahoma? No, I don't have anyone from Oklahoma right now. Um, but we do have, you know, people in virtually all of the surrounding areas and some that do come. Um, I, I'm trying to think if we have anyone from Fort Worth. I know we have people from the mid-cities who drive in and are excited about the possibility of a Fort Worth location that might be closer for them. Sure. Well, Cheryl, talking to you, I am uh, excited to be a buddy one day, and I'm happy to drive awesome. 40 minutes to, to, to drive, drive 45 yeah. minutes to help and out likewise. a bit one Sunday. Yeah. Likewise, yeah, I'm happy yeah. to. We'll, we'll do the we'll do the our work with Buddy up, and then we'll run over to the podcast real fast. Yeah, we can just yeah. get down to the, the tunnel, bunker yep. down, and bunker down. <laughs> maybe maybe we're and, and then and then when y'all drive out to Indian Wells, remember? Yeah, I'm that's, oh yeah, <laughs> no, that's a given. That's that's a, that is it. All right, so last question. Yeah, here's the big one. The, the creme de la creme, the big one. If you were the commissioner of tennis, all right, if you're sitting up there with the, the magic wand, would there yeah. be any change or changes that you would like to see in tennis? Um, professional or locally? World, 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 or Whatever. your world. Metro, TCD, um, all that stuff. I mean, I, you know, uh, gosh. So we ask good questions. Yeah, this is Y'all do. Um, yeah. I mean, Local, I have 
suggestions. But hit that, me, hit uh, me. Let's go. Please, please do. Well, that, that deals more with um, the competitive nature of leagues and uh, ratings. Okay. Uh, are, they, are they not competitive enough or too competitive? Um, I, I just think that the system is such that at least at the level that I play and people play multiple teams and multiple leagues and have figured out how to manage their ratings, shall we say, so that I they see. don't move up yeah. when they should. And I'm, I'm just a big believer in competing for the sake of competing and giving it your all. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it kind of pollutes the system sometimes when all of our ratings are tied to each other. And there are people who, you know, want to make sure they don't move up. And um, I just think the competition would be better. I, I wish teams didn't get as monstrous as they did, as they sometimes do. Um, but, you know, at the professional level, I love the tournaments, you know, like Indian Wells yeah. and Miami, where both the men and the women play. That's I think that makes it a lot of fun for fans. Yeah. Um, are you a fan of the, the, the proposal that Federer's throwing out there that uh, merging the two associations, the men's you and know, women's? You know, I, I saw a headline, but I haven't really, I, I don't really know what that's about, so I don't, I don't feel like I can comment. Well, you're not I, alone. They, yeah. they haven't released a lot of details, whether it means participation or equal prize money. I think the jury is out on it. I do feel like it's, uh, it's a slam dunk in most people's minds. And, uh, uh, on one hand, you know, not many sports have two governing bodies. There's the WNBA and the NBA, and they're part of the same family. Right. LPGA and yeah. PGA. So it, it could move toward that. But I do know that some of the stuff that we don't know yet uh, should be talked about. And we'll have a lot more talking points, uh, Commissioner Halpern, yes. for you next time you're on the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, my, that's my career goal is there to study up Dallas coordinator to the commissioner that would be great excellent it's a ve- it's a very logical step and we, we, we're going to help you with that yeah sure so, sure so, you, so your recommendation would be on a local level maybe to, to do something different maybe with the ratings and and somehow not uh um have as many sandbaggers out there trying to yeah they're gaming the yeah. system oh, so yeah. people are there, good at there, it there, yeah. there are people who, who game the system yeah. and it just um you know, I, I know people who have won matches against people who are known to game the system, and it's not a very satisfying win when they think, oh, this was one of the matches they tanked. Um, and, so, just, and, and some of them, when they intentionally lose a match, it's down to a science. Like, ooh, if I lose three and two, that's more worth it to yeah, me than losing three yeah. and four. And I, I mean, I just, I. I respect the game and my opponents and the competition. And I just like to think that, you know, if you get bumped a level, then yeah, you may have a bad, you know, a a year where you don't win many matches and you'll come back down. Um, But I, I just really, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I like the idea of, um, honest, all-out competition. I want and, the I want the buddy up athletes yeah. to not learn from these people. So <laughs> you you have to uh, screen potential buddies because uh, you, you don't want these people in there. No, no mentoring no, we, these these you know athletes. What? Our buddy, our buddies. Actually, let me do a quick shout out. Would you? April, yeah. April is Volunteer Appreciation Month, uh-huh. and. 
our buddies are amazing and we could not have this program without them. Beautiful. And April's about to draw to a close, but I know exactly. you do. Perfect timing. I, and I, I've seen, uh, I've seen buddy up in action a couple of times at lifetime. And I know you recognize these, uh, these buddies and the athletes. So of course, all 12 months, not just April. So one more time before we, we sign off here. Yes. Tell us how to, or tell the people how they can get in touch with you. Yeah. Check, well, you can check out the, the entire organization Good. at buddyuptennis.com. You are welcome to email me um, at dallas at buddyuptennis.com. Excellent. And, um, you know, I'd love to tell you more about the program and, and get people involved in whatever way they want, whether that is as a volunteer, whether they know an athlete that they think um, would enjoy the program, whether they just want to be an advocate or whether they want to donate money. We yeah. take it all. Lots, Excellent. Lots of ways to get involved, it sounds like. Yeah. Guys, y'all are awesome. Thank you so very well, much. We thank, we thank you. No, thank, thank you. you. That was just really wonderful getting to know you. Yes. And uh, Cheryl, all the best. Looking forward to Indian Wells. We'll have a great time on the way out. We will we <laughs> will hit wait. all the good sandwich shops. Oh, yes. And I look exactly. forward to it. I'll have it all scouted out for you. I'll be in charge <laughs> all right, wonderful. Too. Please do. Uh, Thanks a lot, Cheryl. Thanks, Cheryl. Right, we take care. Appreciate night, your time. Good night. Have a great night. Take care. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to Season 1, Episode 38 of Add the Net Podcast. Be sure to tell a friend or friends as we like your peeps, and hopefully they'll like us. Right, I, I would think so. I mean, we're getting a little more momentum. We're getting a little more of that. I would think and so. And I, I, love, I love hearing that. So thank you all. And that's the tennis news as, as it, it seems, seems to, to us. us. Good night from the Bunker location. Art Bell signing off. <laughs> Good night, Netheads. Thank you.